Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the greatest podcast in the history of our sport. My name's Kevin Wilson. I'm along with uh, the co-host of this show and the co-host of my favorite podcast on Wildfire Radio, uh, Foodin' Around. No, thank you. I appreciate yeah, J- that. J. Cole has a, a show with Tony Luke. Uh, it's called Foodin' Around. It is an excellent show. And I appreciate Tony letting me hang out for that hour because it's not like he needs me. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, it's a fantastic show. And what I like about you guys is you guys interact with the audience I saw you on Instagram Live the first week, and then uh, that's you got... all, that was all Tony's idea. Great idea. Tony loves Facebook, Instagram. He loves the interaction with people, and we decided, hey, look, we're sitting in a room anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this live, this is a web radio show slash podcast. Right. People will download this later. Um, we didn't see a reason to sort of flatline the live aspect right. of it. Yeah. There are people who listen. People kind of are interested in the process. And, you know, we've, what, I think one week we, we turned on Instagram, one week we turned on Facebook. You were on Facebook Live this past week. Uh, we'll probably turn on Twitter Live at some point and just sort of, you know, let people throw the questions out there. Sure. And I love that. And uh, this week, our show that we're about to do is called Dinner Deals. And myself and uh, John Cole are going to tell you uh, the very best places to get a nice dinner. We're, uh, by the way, we're not married to the $10 idea. I know the show is called Dining on a Dime. Uh, we're basically, tell, this show is best bang for your buck. It would be almost an impossibility for us to talk every week about great meals under 10. Uh, Dining on a Dime is uh, symbolic on the podcast for getting the best bang for your buck. I have never been more proud of myself than I am this week because I have dug up, I went through my Instagram photos, and I have dug up nine tips for you today. Nine? The show's an hour. Dude. Right, right, right. <laughs> but five of my nine tips are top-of-the-line restaurants, could be in the top ten in the whole city that nobody talks about. Nobody talks about it on the blogs. Nobody talks about them on the uh, TV. Nobody talks about them on the podcast. I'm going to teach you at least five out of my nine spots that are hidden gems. Speaking of hidden gems, my uh, I was listening to the great John Cole and Tony Luke on their <laughs> podcast, and you guys had talked about Anastasia Seafood at 9th and Washington. Well, I'm going to give you a freebie tent tip because Tommy Anastasia actually owns my favorite Italian restaurant, which is called Pescatore. Now, this is a free tip. You don't have to pay for it. <laughs> Pescatore. The others will be looking for those the other words, The other ones, you got to send us a check. Uh, Pescatore is an Italian restaurant out on Bala Avenue in Bala Kinwood. And I believe he's a part of their family somehow, but uh, uh, the owner... That restaurant, if you guys want a good Italian meal, I would uh, look up Pescatore in Bala Kimwood. Uh, one thing I want to start off the show, because we're going to get into your I'm going to talk about uh, uh, your stuff a little in a little bit, but I wanted to let everybody know, this podcast is being paid for by my book. Take uh, a shot, you table, know the rules. Table for one at Barnes & Noble. We have no affiliation with restaurants, so if we talk positively, nobody knows we're talking about them. 
We don't know most of the owners of the restaurants that we talk about on the show. Our show was verbalized by someone this past week as being Yelp, an audio Yelp. And I guess it is because we do give positive and negatives. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent we do that. I, I like to think this show has a much lower quotient of douchiness right, exactly. than Yelp. But, you know, other it, than that. Exactly. And the funny thing about Yelp, I stopped blogging for Yelp. Because I just think of the douchiness. You know what I mean? I had a Yelp account for about 20 or 25 minutes. Yeah. And, and I got to be honest with you. When I saw what some people were using yeah, that for, yeah. uh, just these glaringly obvious things like, dude, you didn't go in that restaurant at uh, all. Exactly. And not only that, uh, when I submit my TripAdvisor reviews, it actually has to take three days to get approved by the administrator. Yeah. I went to our good friend Donato Marino, who is the new co-host, co-host of Small Bites. Of Small Bites. Yes, he is. But he's also the co-owner of uh, Terry's, Terry's too. too, right? Yeah. Uh, he invited me down. To Donato take... got a lot going on. Oh, man. yeah, he does. He's a business tycoon. He, he very much is. But I went down to his restaurant uh, last week. It's at 1541 Chester Pike. And I'll tell you what fantastic bar food just a good bar nice uh, but here's why i'm upset with yelp donato's <laughs> donato's that'll th- take up the hour here's the thing donato's restaurant is very good and very nice but if you go to the yelp page they call it a dive bar it is far from a dive bar this is a very nice spot you go into the back dining area they got a nice widescreen tv to watch television you got uh Good food. Uh, it's decorated for Christmas. That is not what I consider a dive bar, but Yelp, the douchiness of Yelp. See, here's the problem. There's way bar. too many people, and I'm all for egalitarianism, don't get yeah, me wrong. Sure. But you got to kind of bring something to the table right. in terms of experience or knowledge. You can't just go out to eat once a week and throw something up on Yelp. Yep. And expect it to stick to the wall. And the problem is, everything at Yelp sticks to the wall. Yes. And it's very, very, very difficult that restaurant owners can't respond. Right. You know, you've got like the angry nerd in his parents' basement. The girl asked, wouldn't go out with him. He takes it out on some restaurant. And here's another thing. Uh, I no. actually posted my Yelp review from Donato's place within three minutes. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was no screening of my uh, review. There's no nothing. So I believe a lot of Yelp reviews are competitors uh, because it's so easy to post the review. Whereas my TripAdvisor reviews are reviewed by the administrator and t- it takes three days to get onto the website. So you know what I mean? Uh, I, that's, the, that's the thing I have about Yelp. Here's what we're going to do this week. We have been listening to our fans. Both of them? Both of them. Wow. And... Uh, our fans have said that they like John Cole's input. So what we're going to start doing at the beginning of every Thanks, show, Mom. we're going to read the emails first, and then we will have a little section where John can just freestyle, and then we'll get into the show. Okay, first email, Tim from Absecon, New hey, Jersey. Hey, Tim. Uh, Tim says, I know Kevin is only familiar with one New Jersey restaurant. so <laughs> I'm pretty so, sure he knows more than one. So if John could recommend a New Jersey restaurant for Christmas dinner, what would it be? Uh, let me see. Now, you're an obsequent, so I don't want to send you halfway across the, stri- the state. My go-to for dinner for the holidays a lot is the Robin's Nest in Mount Holly. Simply because if you look at the building, it's in a Victorian building. 
it's already got the kind of built-in Dickens vibe, okay. right? And I really like that. But if he's an Epsique and that's going to be 40, 45-minute ride maybe, uh, I would say— If it's worth it, why not? You know, I will say it's worth it, and I will say to check out the Robin's Nest. And maybe he can download an episode, and he can listen to it uh, while he's driving. If you're an upseeking, though, I would have to tell you that it's going to be closer for him to get on the parkway and go down to Cape May. And there are several Cape May restaurants that are just absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. TripAdvisor, in particular, loves Cape May. Oh, yeah. Um, My guess... Off the top of my head, I would probably say uh, that time of year, maybe something like uh, Peter Shields. Okay. Peter Shields has been there for ever, I guess I'd say. And they have an amazing, amazing, amazing um, uh, Christmas spread that they've put out in the past. Okay. Another one is Ebbett Room. They're on Jackson Street in, Red, in uh, Cape May. Uh, you know what? I would tell you this. Obviously, and then of course, 410 Bank Street. Uh, I've full disclosure, I've lost the number. I, I don't know how many times I've been to 410 Bank Street. I wow. almost feel like I'm telling you, you know, go to my aunt's place or something. <laughs> but what I would suggest you do if you're an obsequian and you want to go out for the holidays and you don't want to get jammed up in the whole, you know, Atlantic City Boardwalk Casino, uh, the truth is it's a mob scene. If you've ever been at the casino Christmas Eve, Christmas oh, yeah. Day, yeah. There's 150 people waiting in a lobby. They're getting their name called. They're hoping they're getting in there. It's not the experience you're looking for. Right. Take the extra half-hour drive. Shoot down the parkway. Parking isn't an issue in the wintertime in Cape May. The town is very Victorian. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a nicer experience. It's nicer vibe. So, Tim, thanks for, uh, you know, thanks for listening. And I am not insulted by Tim's email because I have verbally said on this show that I'm, don't, I'm not familiar with much of New Jersey. In fact, next week's show is going to have to be renamed because it was going to be a South, uh, South Jersey diner show. Mm-hmm. But so I could have some kind of input. <laughs> It has been switched to a diner show, so it's going to be a Philadelphia South Jersey diner. There's show. there's there's a lot of good diners in Philadelphia. Oh yeah, there is. Uh, unfortunately for me, my favorite Philadelphia diner has gone totally down the tubes. Oh, Ar- no, the Oregon diner. Okay. Uh, second email, Jan in Allentown. Wow. Hey, Jan. Uh, New Jersey's Allentown or no, Pennsylvania's Allentown? PA. Allentown. Pennsylvania's Allentown. As they would say, the real one. Yeah. Uh, she writes, just listened to your Lunch Special Mania show, which is an ep- excellent episode. The Lunch Special Mania. Uh, she says, and I'm currently in Philly once a month on business. I've already tried out three of your picks so far. And you guys are on point. Keep up the great work. Oh, thank you. I got to be honest with you. I was looking for the negative emails. I know. I, I was waiting for the... We didn't get any this week. You guys suck. Yeah, yeah. No, I we know. didn't get any this week, but I really wanted to read a negative email because I love how John Cole gets all worked up. But I couldn't find one this week. We're getting a, you know, we're getting a few emails. Well, I'm sure we'll get one for this show. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com. I read the emails at the beginning of the show just so you can see that we will read your emails on the air. Got a lady that was a little, uh, I don't know, she must have had a bad day, that <laughs> was angry because I read her email on the air. Please note, I condensed the emails. I don't want to spend a half hour on emails, uh, so I will... Uh, oh, I'm a little bit confused. If you're emailing this show, right, 
and you ostensibly listen to this show. She wrote ten lines. I condensed it down. Okay, to I was going to yeah, say it was not about the show. It was just she wrote us. If you shoot us an email and we like it, it's yeah. probably going to be talked about on the air. And she wrote us a ten line email. Oh. I don't have a half hour to do emails. I just oh, want to encourage people to write in. That's the only reason. I Thank think. you for your email. Yeah. So anyway, I condensed it from ten to two, ten lines to two, and she got upset. Okay, uh, J. Cole. Uh, let's start the show off with what is on your mind, my friend. I'll tell you what I see this week, and I discussed it a lot on social media, and uh, I, I don't know if culinary hipsterism is quite the right word, but I just there's a lot of things they are head scratchers, and there's two of them, and I'll just throw them out real quick, and people can follow up on me with social media during the week or whatever, because I really don't want an entire show to be, uh, you know, me ranting and raving, because that's not entertaining for anyone. <laughs> My first conversation or that I had this week was this sort of clickbaiting, attention whoring, Absolutely. as I call it. And the target changes every week. It seems in particular the target changes where most of the buzz is, which exactly. is why I kind of call it clickbaiting and like attention Like that Wawa whoring. negative tweet. This week, Wawa opened a museum-sized store in Philadelphia. And that really seemed to bring the, you know, as my old man would say, pardon the expression, really seemed to draw the buzzards to the shit wagon that week. Um, I saw people, kind of well-known names, um, in the Philly food scene, and they thought it would be a neat idea to sort of just tweet upstream. You know, Wawa's is, you know, Wawa's like a homegrown success story, right? Let me be the first to say. Everybody knows almost every day in my life starts at a Wawa. Um, I've instructed my wife to bury me in a Wawa brown suit. Everybody knows I love the loose goose. That doesn't mean, when I say it's better than everyone else, that doesn't mean it's perfect. It just means it's better than anyone else. Um, People love sheets. That's great. People love Royal Farms. That's great. People love Quick Check and 7-Eleven. Objectively, if you think those stores are better than Wawa, I'm telling you, if it's your opinion, you're entitled to it. Factually, you're wrong. It's just that simple. Yeah. Because nowhere else, I don't care about gas station chicken. That's become a great thing. All these people now, oh, man, I can get chicken at a gas station. No, no, no. You're supposed to get gas at a gas station. You get chicken at a restaurant. Um, Wawa has been there for people pretty much for 50 years, 60 years. Yeah. If you don't like the food, if you don't think the coffee's as good as it used to be, or it's better or worse, that's your opinion. Take your money and go wherever you like. To take time out of your day, especially if you've built up a little bit of a following, you're like a little personality in the area, to take time out of your day and post some nonsense about Wawa and have crap like, don't at me if you disagree, Right. well, then don't post anything. Exactly. This A big phrase on social media, don't at me or miss me. Dude, I won't be missing you because now you've been unfollowed, blocked, and reported as spam. Right. If you want to engage about food, great. If you don't, that's great. If you want to spend your money wherever, that's fine. Taking a shot at someone like Wawa, there are towns and neighborhoods. Wawa was the only thing that was open for them. Um, oh, Wawa's hoagies aren't as good as they used to be. Well, let's be clear. Wawa is the best hoagie in our area you can find at 3 in the morning. Wawa is the freshest cup of coffee you can find for a reasonable price at 5 in the morning. 
Wawa never claims to be a coffee plantation. They don't clan, you know, they don't claim to be a Paisano's uh, level of sub shop or, or right. anything like that. They do hoagies. Hoagies are not, and this is another thing I've told people before. I realize in North Jersey they call them subs. They're $37. They put on a pound and a half of meat and cheese. That's not what a hoagie is. Wawa's never trying to do that. Um, people are saying, well, some of the sandwiches aren't as good as they used to be. Okay, fine. That's your opinion. Maybe they're not. I go into Wawa 2.30 in the morning, and I can smell them cooking chicken to chop up to put in my chicken salad hoagie. Yeah. I don't know how much fresher it's supposed to get than that. Yeah. And not only that, since we are dining on a dime and we teach you the best deals in the city, just so everyone knows, if you're in the 6th and Chestnut area with the new Wawa, I have for the last two days gotten my free coffee. Yeah. They're giving free coffee. Nobody gives away as much free coffee. Right. Nobody gives them as many sandwiches away at a discounted price. Here's the deal. If you don't like Wawa, don't go in. But don't expect me to take what you say seriously. Exactly. The second half of this culinary hipsterism kind of leads into the first. I'm assuming that when you put an opinion out there, you're hoping it floats. You're hoping that it gets a little I think, traction. I think it's clickbait, to be honest. It is clickbait, and it's attention whoring. Hey, look at me. Um, and it, it, it's, it really kind of almost jumped to a hysterical point. Uh, if you can sucker some website that's masquerading as a magazine to pay you to write that garbage, right. well, good. You yeah. know what? You're picking pockets, is a phrase I got from Tony Luke. Uh, instead of actually writing something honest or legitimate, you're using it to basically pick some editor's pocket. Great. Okay, man. You got a couple hundred bucks. You got your story out there. Right. And everybody knows the websites. I'm not going to go out there and bash them. I know. But if you follow me on social media, you see these articles, and they're just trash. Yeah. They're absolutely garbage. Um, someone like, you know, who does our happy hour segment. Marilyn Johnson. Holy grub. Decade and a half that she's like dedicated into the bar and food and restaurant scene. They get some kid to come along, doesn't know anything about the business, probably hasn't had a real job. Right. Put some article out there, top five restaurants I've been to. The name of that should probably be the top five meals you've had, not in your parents' basement, that your mom didn't pay for. No doubt. And I'm not being mean, but... You know, I don't want a 20-year-old telling me about, you know what I mean? I'd rather look at people with more experience. I'm not really uh, I, sold by these 20-year-old kids going I, out asking I, for free meals. I, I bought a bunch of followers on Instagram. Yeah, that's a fact. From Eastern Europe, and now I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to try to leg hump or stick up a restaurant owner who maybe is having a little bit of right. a rough time, yeah, I, I, see if I can get fed for free with my friends. And all of us on this show have at least 15 years in the blogging <sighs> business minimum. I can't. And you know I know I mean? this sounds negative, and I don't like to be negative. I really don't. Right. Um, everybody knows Tony Luke is a friend and mentor to me. We try very hard not to be negative. It's very, very not like difficult. Us. Not <laughs> like us. You, it's very difficult to see these things out there on social media. Yeah. My biggest concern is we live in a, in a hyper-reactive market. Uh, we talked about this before we went on the air. Five years ago, everybody's talking about all these great bakers and baking shows or whatever. Somehow, Termini Brothers gets left off the list. It's been the best bakery I've known of in the city. Consistent. For pretty much my entire life. And yeah, I'm over 50 years old. So do me a favor. 
do your research. If you find a place you like, that's great. Talk about it. Um, but let's try to put everything into perspective when you do this best ever or don't at me or right. miss me with disagreement. How about you miss all of us with your lack of research? Right. How about you not at all of us right. with nonsense like Wawa's no good anymore or uh, perfect example, we talked about um, restaurants. My friend Mike Strauss, Mike's Barbecue, Tony Luke and I have been over there before. He listens to the shows. Him and I have been friends for years, uh, co-owner of the Tap Room on 19th Street. This is an industry guy, hardcore industry guy, knows food. Mike's Barbecue, probably one of the hottest barbecue spots in the city right now, award-winning. He mentioned, and I had to agree with him, I saw it myself. Another one of these sites masquerading as a magazine, a publication or whatever, the news, quote unquote, put out like their top 20 or top 30 restaurants, right? Not a single one of them is in Chinatown. That's, that's, that, you said that before the show. I couldn't before believe the, it. I, it, it. You can go look it up. Dim sum. You got Not, San Key. I go to Chinatown with a buddy, 730. He decides to stay overnight in town and says, hey, let's go grab something to eat. I don't have a reservation. I'm not eating in Chinatown. Yeah, I, I walk down Arch. Packed. Packed. <laughs> Absolutely packed. So do me a favor. And nobody's in the top 30. N- none of these places are in the top 20, so those top people 30. Are, those people are crowding the streets for no reason. Yeah, so so what? Uh, yeah. I, I'm assuming the food isn't free. Oh, I'm, I'm just, well, I guess what I'm desperately trying to do is if it sounds like I'm frustrated, I am a little bit. I'm just trying to rein this thing in yeah. a little bit. Uh, culinary journalism has taken like this hard, terrible fake news turn. And I'm seeing people who really don't know what they're talking about. I'm seeing people winning like writing and editing awards who I know four or five years ago would follow me around on my old food truck beat yep. because they couldn't find their own stories or their own, right. uh, they didn't know where the hot food was. Because they're buying the followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I, and I, you they're know, getting I, credibility for people that they paid for. I've got like a shadow that used to follow me from food, to, food truck to food truck. Yeah. And then I found out that this person won some kind of banged up fake award or right. something. Exactly. I was like, you're kidding me, right? Right. Okay, congratulations. Uh, yeah. You know, that's... Uh, they so, give a, they give awards just for the sake of giving awards. It's like the, I like I said I just here's the deal. Th- there's too much obvious that's contradictory. Right. Like the Chinatown thing, I will not get over. Um, a bunch of people who are in the industry they like to go over to Chinatown. Dim sum alone. They, I mean, dim sum alone. Ten thirty in the morning, these dim sum places Imperial are jammed packed. Yeah, Imperial Garden. And you're going to tell me not one of these places is a top thirty place Crazy. in a city that I can walk across in an hour, maybe? There are nights on Ch- in Chinatown where you can't even walk down the street; it's so crowded. You know no, I mean? no, no, no. It's a, the reason they love having a night market is because they feel it shows off their restaurants. Absolutely. And I'm like, so so do again, do me a favor. I don't know how many of these, my guess is most of these culinary reporters and journalists aren't really doing their research. And, so, and put them in quotes, reporters. Oh, they really journal. are. Yeah. But, so that means they're probably not listening to this show or any exactly, show. Exactly, exactly. But if somebody can get word to them, let them know that I'm asking them as like a holiday miracle, please start doing your research. Exactly. Please talk to someone who knows what they're... It's bad enough and so many 18, of you... It don't be 18 <laughs> giving me the top 30 in the city. So, All right. Uh, listen, John, let's... Please. Let, yeah, I Thank agree. You. But your, your points are great. Uh, one thing I want to tell the people uh, for the holiday season, 
a lot of people travel for the holidays. Yes. A lot of car. I just had a guy, Gary, email me. He's taking a six-hour trip. Guess what he's doing? He's downloading six of our shows. Wow. And he's going to listen That's to That's a it. whole lot of us. Good luck, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to listen to us on his holiday travel. So I just want to remind people uh, that you can download our shows and listen to it while you're traveling. If you're taking a train, down, go to wildfireradio.com, uh, download our show, and you can bring us with you during the holiday season. One uh, Another thing is... Um, I, I just joined a uh, Facebook page called The Podcast Movement, and uh, I was just accepted to be a member of that page, and they were talking about during the holiday season. Uh, it's actually uh, becoming a trend this year for people to give uh, tips for podcasts to listen to. Oh, give the gift of me, everybody. Yeah, so <laughs> if you're giving out holiday, what they're doing is they're giving out holiday cards and putting in suggested podcasts to download. Our show is free to download. Uh, so if you're doing Not after this. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a part of that trend, think of us, uh, wildfireradio.com, Dining on a Dime, and give the gift of us for the holiday. Okay, let's get into it, because I'll tell you what, uh, I was going through my Instagram photos, and I actually uncovered... Uh, nine restaurants for the dinner deals. This show is about the best bang for your buck at dinner. I got a couple fine dining spots on my list. Oh, let's let's get let's get to it. Best that best bang for your buck. My first pick is a outstanding restaurant that nobody talks about. Nobody's blogging about them. Nobody's talking about them on podcasts. Nobody's talking about them. It's called La Nona. L-A-N-O-N-N-A. It's at two fourteen South Street on South Street. On South Street. Uh, it's an outstanding family-run Italian restaurant. It used to be called Me and Mo's uh, when they were doing the meatball thing, but now they have a full uh, full uh, Italian restaurant. One of the top Italian restaurants you'll go to, uh, La Nona at 214 South Street, has a four-course dinner uh, from Tuesday through Thursday for just 35 bucks. but you're getting four courses. Uh, which is another hidden gem Italian restaurant. Best bang for your buck. Uh, how about I do three and then you go with your... Uh, yeah, no, no, you go ahead, man. I'm, you've done, as always, you've done way more research yeah. than I have. Well, so. I was, well it, to be honest with you, this episode just came together because I was going through my Instagram photos. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot all about this restaurant. I forgot well, all about this. It's really timely because this time of year, every kind of, we'll say, food personality on social media, on the radio, on TV or whatever, they're getting hit up for Rex. Yeah. Hey, I got family coming in. Where am I going to go? Yeah. Everybody's tired of cooking. Right, Absolutely. so I don't care if it's something simple, uh, or you know, I got I got twelve family members. I need to sit down and take them. Chances are, we're going to know where to go, yeah. and in our case, you know, I, where I, it's not going to cost you, you know, your four hundred one k to go there. We are twenty five minutes into this show, and we are have already given you two of the top Italian restaurants that nobody's talking about: Pescatore Ballet yeah. Avenue in Balakinwood, owned by the Anastasia family member. Also. Uh, Lenona, Lenona. two fourteen South Street, another top of the line pick. Uh, I'm going to go to my other Italian since we're on the Italian restaurant beat. Yeah, you know I like that. Do it that uh, way. Do like we'll do Italian yeah, and then we'll do. Well, okay. Well, here's my next Italian restaurant, which is a place in Port Richmond, which is near my apartment uh, that nobody talks about. Fantastic Italian food. 
A uh, really good spot, and once again, the show is sponsored by my books, so and they don't know we're Take talking about. They don't know we're talking about them. I'm not, you know, I don't know the owner, but it's called Italia. It's at 2723 Cumberland Street in the Port Richmond section. Outstanding Italian restaurant. It's authentic Italian food. They make their gnocchi from scratch. Nice. And only charge you 16 bucks, which is a great deal because everything is made, uh, the gnocchi is made from scratch. So my second Italian restaurant pick uh, for the best bang for your buck is Italia, 2723 Cumberland Street in Port Richmond section. Uh, I'm going to give one more, then we're going to let J. Cole uh, do a couple. Uh, my ne- I'm going to go to a place that is Greek. And I heard you and Tony talking about Greek uh, this past Thursday. An excellent Greek restaurant that some people say is the best Greek restaurant in the whole city is called Estia. Estia. 1405 Locust Street, basically Broad and Locust. Uh, Some people say this is one of the best Greek restaurants in the whole city. Uh, They have a three-course theater menu. So you get three courses from one of the top uh, Greek restaurants in the city for just $35. And then when you go in there, it's uh, it's called a theater menu. Uh, so my first three picks are La Nona, 214 South Street, one of the top Italian restaurants that nobody's blogging about, nobody's talking about. Uh, second Italian pick was Italia uh, in Port Richmond. And then my third pick is Estia, which has a three-course, $35 theater menu. J. Cole, your picks. Well, keeping with the Italian theme, uh, <laughs> you know, obviously Philadelphia, South Jersey, yeah. you know, heavily Italian-American. A place I see kind of drop off the radar, and I don't understand how these things happen. I really don't. This is a place at 13th and Tasker. About as South Philly as it gets, yeah. and that's Franco Luigi's. Uh, we just talked about that before. We talked about it on the air. Nobody Tony and I have talked about it yeah. multiple times. Uh, it's a great, great, great retro spot. It's They opened, I think, in the early 80s. They really are channeling like that 70s sort of Philly supper club-like food vibe. I'm not an eggplant parm fan. They turned me into an eggplant farm fan. I love eggplant parm. Um, they have a tomato pie. Again, tomato pies were not my thing. Uh, try mine, try mine, try mine. It's absolutely delicious with like a little olive oil crushed with garlic. Just And they have, every day they'll have some sort of special or something. But this is a place where the quality of the food you get, it's not like I'm looking to quibble with the menu. If something's $15, I know I'm going to get $20 worth of food. So it's one of those places where, you know, a lot of these car dealerships now, there's no haggling, right? I would say Franklin Luigi's is a place where you don't really have to haggle. Yeah. You go in there and a pasta dinner is like 14, 15 bucks. Trust me when I tell you. And when I heard you and Tony talking about it, the first thought that came to my head is nobody's no. talking about them. Well, that led into my problem before, and I don't want to rehash that, right, but that led into my issue before where I don't know what kind of level of research is being yeah. done, right? Because I know we take our time uh, individually and collectively. We've Absolutely. eaten at literally hundreds of places. And you can see my photos, Facebook. Mul- yeah, <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. So my question is, if somebody paid you to do this, 
I don't care if it's South Philly. I don't care if it's U City. I don't care if it's West Philly. If someone paid you to write an article about food or restaurant or bars, you kind of owe it to your employer, your readers, and to a certain extent yourself to actually go out and do the research. When you stop at the first bar that you find, on, on Yelp, and you sit there the whole day, and the guy buys you a few beers, and the next thing you know, it's the greatest place in the world. Uh, yeah. it, it's hard to buy into that. I don't know how you guys miss Franco Luigi's. I um, don't either. I, all I know is is that they, they'll even do, and they'll tell you, some nights they'll get in really high-level high, high level beef, and they do these great steaks, these supper club steaks, which are just, you know, call ahead for that because it's not a steakhouse. We'll talk about steaks a little bit later. Yes. Yeah, I have a steakhouse on my list. Go we ahead, probably have... have the same one. <laughs> do you, go ahead. You can go again. Go ahead. Uh, and probably, and this is a place where I won't say it's fallen off the radar, but people have forgotten exactly what this place is, and this will kind of close out maybe our Italian. Yeah, because I'm done my time. And that's Ralph's. Yes. Ralph's. Nice lunch specials there, too. Great lunch specials yeah. there. Ralph's, quite frankly, is the oldest continually operating Italian restaurant in this country. 106 years, 107 yeah. years. Yeah. I know some place Same up family, in. I believe. I, yeah, I know mm -hmm. some place up in New York gets butthurt and they claim they were there for. They weren't. I'm right. sorry. You just weren't. Um, this is the oldest place in America uh, for this kind of food. And the truth is, to this day, if I want spaghetti meatballs, this is where I go. A chunk of Sarcone's bread, a glass of wine. If that's my electric chair meal, <laughs> I go a happy guy. Um, I don't. I can't think of anything better. Come over, little black pepper, little yeah. cheese. Um, when we're talking about all these Italian places, celebrity chefs, and yeah. you know they imported this guy from Los Angeles, and they imported this guy. They're from, not as good as that. That's great. <laughs> I'm importing somebody from Ninth Street. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> right. the food is better. And most cases, the food is cheaper. Right, I agree. So I'm not sure. I kind of again, I don't get. I always have to believe there's a reason behind what some people are saying. Because I'm certainly not saying some of these other places aren't good. Well, you made the point with Franco Luigi's. No one's talking yeah. about them. I mean, I mean, Mark Vetri, celebrity chef. The guy's a great human being, great industry guy, and his food is terrific. There's other good food out there. You're so busy ranking his restaurants, of which he has many, right. and maybe contrasting it with some other TV celebrities' restaurants. You forget a place like Ralph's or Franklin Luigi's that are right in your backyard. Yeah, absolutely. In a lot of cases, you guys can just walk there. You don't even need Uber. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad you mentioned Ralph's because I want to uh, let our listeners know Facebook.com side slash dining on a dime one side slash. Uh, we'll give you the photos of the restaurants we're talking about. And I have a photo from Ralph's. So I'm happy you mentioned Ralph's. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead, John. You want to go in one? No. Uh, no, you know what? I think we're done with Italian. I'll round back up from there into okay. Chinatown because we kind of talked a little bit about Chinatown beforehand. I know you've got Chinatown. My, my go-to is San Key. Is, is I knew you were yeah. going to get to San Key, but I'm going to throw out a place not everybody knows the name of, but you probably should. Uh, they opened in like 79. Wow. Um, I've been eating there with various family members. Since the end of the 80s, maybe, and that's Lee Hao Fook. Mm. Um, I've never been there to be honest. Uh, they have it's a BYOB place, which I really love. 
even though they're crowded, somehow they always manage to get everybody in. Nobody gets left behind. They have sort of traditional dishes that are kind of upgraded a little bit for today's. They're over on 11th Street. Um, they very much a Chinatown place. And I'll tell you right now, for me, there is not much better night like this. We're doing this show. It's cold. It's like yeah. 40 degrees. It's rainy. It's dark. I would love, if I weren't sitting here with my boy Kevin, I would love to be sitting at Li Hao Fook yeah. with a big hot pot. Nice. Um, you know, for people that don't know, that's sort of like the Chinese version of pho. Um, you've got this great broth, noodles, veg. Uh, you know, you can kind of customize it. And I think this thing's like 13 bucks over there. Yeah. And it just, it's, I've, I've that's actually. That's a dinner deal right there. That's a dinner deal in itself. And, yeah. and full disclosure, my family, I've taken them over to Li Hao Fook several times. And everybody has a blast. Um, it's not the largest place, so maybe you want to call, maybe you want to check Open Table or whatever app you use, but it's absolutely worth it. It's absolutely worth it. There's a small chance we might go there this Christmas. So yeah, you take my advice, you'll see me sitting there with my hot pocket. Yeah. Um, my wife wondering why I didn't take her somewhere nicer, <laughs> but. Okay, I'm going to go into another hidden gem that I personally love. Uh, you know, we're doing dinner deals. This place uh, closes at 2, but they got great food. Uh, I recommend that you go in there and you get something to go for dinner. You know what I mean? But the prices are great. It's called the Do Drop In. Do In. Uh, it's at 5th and Girard. Uh, I, was, I was laughing because I went in there. I had a breakfast. I'm a big uh, grits guy. I love cheese grits. Oh, there you go. Had the cheese grits, and it blew me away. Because I've had cheese grits. I usually always get cheese grits, and it just blew me away. I looked at the menu. I was like, wow, this is definitely... I was doing a radio gig. I was like, wow, this is definitely a dining on a dime spot. And uh, they close it, too, but you can get something to go for dinner later. The food is great. Beautiful pricing. Uh, it's called the Do Drop In. Nobody talks about these guys on a podcast. Nobody talks about these guys on a blog. Nobody's talking about these guys. It's called the Do Drop In. It's at 5th and Girard Avenue. Uh, best cheese grits I've ever had. And uh, it's got great food. They close it, too. Just go in, grab yourself something to go, because every price on that menu is excellent. Yeah, I just like I said, you know, and I know I hate I hate to beat the dead horse here, but I don't know how you're missing places like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it's it's beyond me, and I guess I should be grateful for people who are lazy and don't yeah. do their research because I'd have, we'd have nothing to talk about. It gives us the accolades for pointing <laughs> them out. Uh, another diner I want to tell you guys about is a fantastic diner that I personally love. I actually was there for my birthday. Uh, it's called the Silk City Diner. Oh, I've been to Silk City, actually. Fifth and Spring Garden. Uh, really good. They have dinner deals every night, so you can get a good deal there. Uh, just, a, just always steadily good. You know what I mean? But they have a shrimp burger with fries for just 13 bucks, And, a, a, you know, shrimp burger, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's when you consider. That's, that's very yeah. good. And they have, you know, entertainment there. They have a lot of stuff going on there. But uh, I got their version of a, I am not the biggest turkey burger guy, right. but they had some kind of, and this was at least a year ago, but they had like a turkey burger patty melt mashup. Nice. That was delicious. And yeah. it was kind of holiday themed, you know what I mean? They had, you know, like cranberry ketchup or what. It was delicious. And let me tell you, the reason I mention uh, the Silk City Diner is because when I was going through my Instagram photos, I'm like, wait a second. 
Nobody's blogging about nope. the Silk City Diner. Nobody's podcasting about them. Nobody's on TV with this crazy FYI Philly or whatever, not talking about them. Uh, so the list I gave you guys this week is, you know, filled with places, except Estia's. They're, they're a top uh, Well, people place. wonder sometimes why you sort of really hammer home the point of uh, the show is sponsored by your book. Yeah. Um, because too many of these shows are sponsored by the people that they're featuring. Exactly. And it's just not... Uh, there's just something not kosher about it, quite honestly. And I, mean, I, I feel that our show is actually better, and I'm not being egotistical. I, I think our, we put out better shows like the Lunch Special Mania show without guests, and I'm not bad-mouthing anyone. Well, we put out shows that people can actually use. Exactly. And our biggest email response was from the uh, Lunch Special Mania episode because people loved our picks. Uh, they loved the idea that we gave... For instance, on that show, you can hear about uh, Denofa's yeah. Deli, which is probably one of the top delis. Detillo's, well, we mentioned. I've, I've got to wonder how useful a show is <laughs> where it's local pretty news lady walking on a tight wire and right. then telling you to go eat at a place at a guy who won Top Chef. Exactly. Let me tell you, if he won Top Chef, I'm guessing he's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, he's getting all the push he needs. Right. And that's Down what the I wanna... street from that guy, you and I are eating at a place exactly. that the food is as good or better. It's half the price. And I don't have to wait for six months because Top Chef guys rush. Restaurants got like 30 seats. Exactly. And uh, we gave you uh, Pescatore and Balakinwood, Italia, and uh, Pescatore, Italia, Lenona on Saturday. Franco Luigi's and Ralph's. So Nobody's talking about those places no. except this show. And that's that's what. And another thing I like about this particular episode. A lot of is, these places we do in the Seven Fishes, too. Uh, yeah. Call, check their website or yeah. Facebook. And, uh, in a fact, these... I believe if you guys go to Facebook, I believe Italia's doing the uh, Seven yeah. Fishes also. So that, that uh, as we move forward, our, the only emails that we're getting that we're. Uh, you know, some some of our shows are best of. This is the deals. Today's show is good deals. Um, I'm going to give one more pick, and then I'll give it to you. Another pick I have is a fine dining spot that's very popular in the city, but I want to let you know uh, that you can go there uh, for just $35. It's called a pre-theater menu from 5 to 6.30. Volver is owned by Aaron Chef Jose Garces. Uh, it's a fancy spot, fancy pants spot inside the Kimmel Center. Uh, they do, uh, sometimes they have a price fix menu for $165. Uh, you guys can eat there from 5 to 6.30. It's called a pre-theater menu. Same chef making your $165 meal is going to make you a $35 meal. Uh, I believe it's three course. Yeah, three courses, 35 at a place that usually has a menu for 165 Yeah. Called the pre-theater menu. It's at uh, Volver, owned by Iron Chef Jose Garces. Uh, I always mention them. I've mentioned them a couple other times on this show because, you know, thirty-five dollars at a place that charges one sixty-five from five to six thirty is a pretty good deal. J. Cole, go ahead. I'm going to go here with what I like to think of as a hat trick. I'm going to go with three real quick ones. Nice. You guys can follow because we've talked about these places before. I've talked about them. I've retweeted. I've reblogged. First one I'm going to throw out there, and they're going to be on the Jersey side too because the biggest thing I get is J. Cole, more South Jersey, more yes, South Jersey, more South Jersey. I get a lot Jersey. of that too. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to throw out three, three, three places here that are in South Jersey. Nice. And 
holiday season they're cut out for. First one is um, we have Marilyn Johnson, Philly Grub to thank for, and that's Denim American Bistro in Cherry Ooh, Hill. Nice. Beautiful farmhouse location, um, great American food. Uh, I would tell you to probably check out, uh, David Murray is really kind of holding it down there in the kitchen, but I would definitely check out what they're doing. Everything's very seasonal there. So, you know, you might have had something and in three months it's not there because it's not in season. Yeah. So you really want to check out, um, you really want to check that and out. And I saw the photos when she put yeah, they the, look the, beautiful. They are at 312 Crescent Road in right. Cherry Hill. That's the other thing I get. J. Cole, why does Kevin give addresses and you don't? Kevin's way more professional and <laughs> polished than I am. That's why. Yeah. Um, next place you've heard me mention several times, full disclosure, I've been over there a bunch of times in my life and they are over in Mount Holly and that is the Robin's Nest. Yes. Um, they are on, I'll get you the address in a second, they're on Main Street. Uh, this is a place where we've talked about this a bunch of times. It's in a Victorian building. That entire sort of... Um we had several emails from the episode. I believe you were talking about dinner. The, uh, you were talking about something, but you mentioned the Robin's Nest, and we had several people try it out, and, yeah. and they loved it. I've never had... I've had people try restaurants I've recommended. Maybe they didn't like it. Maybe they did like it. Uh, I learned from Tony Luke. You know, someone else likes someone else's cheesecake, that yeah. cheesesteak, that's fine. That it's great. But I've never had anyone tell me this was a bad wreck. They are over at 2 Washington Street in Mount Holly. They're dead smack in the middle of town. Um, if you go there in the warmer weather, they have the crow's nest, which you sit outside. Really, uh, Robin is a uh, Robin Winsger is a real kind of like local powerhouse. She's a baker. She's a caterer. She's an entrepreneur. Um, Robin's Nest, really, really, really not any sort of. Uh, there, you, you really you can't go wrong there. And we had a guy uh, send us an email after you mentioned it on the show and just did nothing but rave about the place. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing I get with the Vincent Town Diner, too. And I'll even throw that out there. You guys know I go to the Vincent Town Diner all the time. You guys see me on social media over there. There's a reason I go over there. Um, because it's really, really good every time I go. And I get people that at me all day long. Oh, well, my piece of cake wasn't big enough. Well, come on, man. <laughs> I'm like 330 pounds. If the cake is big enough for me, it's big enough for you. You might want to slow down with the cake. Right. Um, you know, they've got local craft beers on tap. Um, it's the greenest diner in New Jersey, if that sort of thing really resonates right. with you. And all their food is sourced within a 30, 40 mile. You nice. know, they're very uh, like a locavore, as they like to say. Nice. Um, you know, and the price is fair. You know, it's called the Vincent Town Diner, but you're getting real restaurant quality food at diner prices. I don't see anything. I don't see how you can really ask for more than that. Right. Last place I'm going to throw out there real quick is because I don't want this to take up the whole show. As I mentioned, Cape May. And I really feel like maybe I just kind of glossed over this place is a little too much. Is um, is four ten Bank Street? Uh, four ten Bank Street is. I don't think you can get any more Victorian. Um, that's very you know Christmassy Charles Dickens. Nice. Uh, all of Cape May is done up really well. The thing I like about Four Ten Bank Street is they don't just limit themselves to the kind of typical sticky toffee pudding. They kind of upscale this like Creole type food. Uh, you can really get some stuff with some fire, some heat, some spices and stuff like that. Uh, yes, they've been there for a long time. There's a reason they've been there for a long time. 
Um, we've talked about this. Some of these places get overlooked. Yes. Uh, if you overlook this place, that's your bad. Is yeah. it worth the drive? Absolutely. Is it worth the money? Come on, it's Christmas time. We're kind of talking about dinner deals, and this is a little bit of our holiday dinner show to a certain extent. Right. Um, well, we'll be getting we'll be doing uh, uh, Christmas deals next Sunday. Next, next week, but the, you know uh, the reason I wanted to throw some of these things out now sure. is so that people have time to make reservations. Absolutely. I'll tell you right Especially now. Especially for the holiday. For the holiday, four ten yeah. Bank Street. If you wait until the twenty second. There's nowhere for you to go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would tell you if you really want to go over there, they've got French food, they've got Creole food. Place is gorgeous. Call them up, get a reservation, pay a little bit of the extra money. And I'll tell you what, we had a woman email us this week, and uh, she says, I'm glad you point out the fact that your book sponsors the show because she has little faith in podcasts and radio shows that promote restaurants because she thinks that. The restaurant is in, you know, you're in their pocket. Uh, we are not sponsored by any restaurant. Uh, with that being said. Well, we are not, but she's not wrong either. Right, there are, exactly. There's a lot of shows, a lot of shows that have people paying to get on the air. We do not do that. If we mention a restaurant and we give a recommendation, we're doing it because our reputation is on the line. If we come on here and we tell 10,000 people that uh, XYZ restaurant is great and it turns out to be horrible... Uh, it it kind of hurts our personal businesses. Well, uh, that's a Piston Diner right down the street exactly. from this location. Yeah. People hadn't heard of the Piston Diner, and they literally thought I was talking about it one day on social media because I got over here early. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple hours to kill, and I was like, you know what? I'm a Jersey guy. I love sitting in the diner. Yeah. I went over there. Uh, their food is really good. The owner over there does a ton of stuff for veterans, homeless yeah. people, whatever. Um, great guy. Great place to eat. People thought I was just saying that. Yeah. No. The Piston Diner is a really good South Jersey diner. And I had one of the best eggplant parms I had from the from the Piston Diner. Yeah. They, they, they're they not just... got very just, good eggplant parm. Yes. People have asked. Yes. The first time I went in there, I got like pork rolling and cheese and yeah. a cup of coffee. But people... Have had other stuff. Oh, there. Real had the meals there. Farm. It was great. It's delicious. So do yeah. yourself a favor. You're in our area. Yeah. You know, uh, stop at the Piston Diner. And our uh, cheesesteak expert Jim Pappas said online that we are basically a Yelp type show because we give you positives and negatives. Uh, but the woman that emailed me this week uh, was very appreciative of the fact that. I always mention that my book sponsors the show. We're not nobody is no, associated I think that's great with the show. Uh, one quick thing though, I will say because I want to help the listeners. Chris's Jazz Cafe is going to give you a free dessert. Oh yeah, if let's, you let's, if you mention our that you heard them on our podcast. I've been retweeting Chris's Jazz Cafe lunch specials every day this week. And the reason I want to mention that they're not sponsoring us. I want to say that because they don't do cookies and ice cream for dessert. They give you a very oh, yeah. good dessert. And if you mention our show that you heard Mark Danino, the owner, on our show, he's going to uh, sponsor you. He's going to uh, give you a free dessert till the end of the month. And I'm only saying that not to not because they're sponsors or anything. I'm yeah, we're not getting that, the dessert. They are. Right. <laughs> I want to tell you that because that's a heck of a deal. You go in there for their top-of-the-line $8 lunch, you get a free dessert if you mention it. Well, we talked about this before. Everybody knows the restaurant that decides to do 
a, a lunch special. Yeah. And you know what they do. They go over to Jet Row and they get like the frozen chicken patties, right? Yeah. And then they go down the aisle and they get the no-name brand buns. They throw a little iceberg lettuce and a slice of tomato on there. Maybe some kind of, you know, comeback sauce. And, and that's their special that's their with special. a fistful of potato chips. And, and I can do that at home. And Chris's Jazz Cafe, 1421 Samson Street, in our honor, did the duck confit. The duck confit. I yeah, mean, look last, at what they... I, I purposely retweeted everything they did this yeah. week to show you... You. Look at what they're doing at eight bucks. At eight bucks, and then you want to go stand in line at Subway, yeah, and yeah. get their yontastic, the yeah. chopped up, frozen, reconstituted, dehydrated chicken parts three times over with ranch sauce, and I and I don't and pay the same amount of money. And, and I'm not mentioning that my book sponsors a show to brag. I'm mentioning it because we're giving you legitimate picks. <laughs> You're doing it to give heart listeners no, 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 because I, liver failure no, if they're actually taking the shot. Oh, I told you the story about when I was doing the <laughs> when I was doing the uh, radio segment. It was to show people yeah. that that you can eat well for under ten bucks. And I would go to a lot of places, and they're like, "All right, how much did they give you?" For? You know what I mean? So I want to make no, sure everyone and you knows. You should hammer that. Well, first of all, you should yeah. be proud of the fact that you wrote a book. I right, mean, right. I've never written anything that's more than 140 characters. So the funny you know. thing is, if you read the intro to my book, you'll learn that I've never read a book, but I wrote a book. Okay, <laughs> uh, my final pick is the Palm Steakhouse at the Bellevue. Oh, there so you I'll go. tell you what, you want to go, and, and they're in my book. I'm sorry, John, but they're in my book. Uh, the reason I'm mentioning the palm is I learned something from a friend of our show that the palm originally started as an Italian restaurant. Oh, there you go. That I do not know. And they have, and I, I, I didn't know. I, I wanted to check it out for myself, and I had a chicken parm there. It was that unbelievable. But anyway, it was an Italian restaurant. They started selling steaks, and the steak took off. So now it's the Palm Steakhouse. Uh, but they're doing a three-course theater menu. That includes a filet mignon option. Think about that. You're going to the Palm Steakhouse, notorious for steak, and they're giving you a three-course theater menu that includes a filet mignon from 4 to 6 p.m. for just $45. The Palm is a very upscale place. I was there uh, the last time I was there was during the Christmas holiday, and it was packed with you know Christmas party. It was a great time. Did not, even though they were packed with a Christmas party. Did not affect my service. That's a key. You know what I mean? I got my food quick. I had great service. And literally, there were hundreds of people at the bar, you know, for a Christmas party. So the Palm Steakhouse at the Bellevue, uh, they have a three-course theater menu that includes a filet mignon option, which I think is fantastic. It's from 4 to 6 p.m., and you're only going to pay 45 bucks. Uh, it's a great spot. It's a great spot. Okay, John, go ahead. Uh, I'll probably finish this up with a steakhouse okay. of our own, yeah. of, of my own, I guess I would say, is uh, Marmont. We've talked about I Marmont a bunch it. of times before. What I really like about Marmont is, yes, we have steakhouses in this city where they're doing these ludicrous $100 cheese steaks. Who's talking or, about Marmont? Um, Who's talking who, about Why do I never hear about this place? No. 222 Market. 222 Market, Old City's only steakhouse. Yep. And I'm going to throw out a couple. I'm not even going to mention steak. Okay. I will not mention steak because we'll probably have a show where we talk about we're steaks. Gonna do ste we're we're going to do, we're gonna do a shirt and tie day. Well, where ja January 6th, we're actually going to do a bar food oh. show, which I think is a great idea. And I I, I, I credit Donato Marino for... That's a great idea. Because we were talking about how good his bar food was. And I said, damn, there's so many great bar 
in restaurants that we're going to do a show about that. Good. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about their steaks. Okay. I'm going to talk about their lunch menus, the things that you can grab out there, available for dinner. Nice. People think of them as lunch items. They make a meatloaf sandwich, and I purposely, I just called up their menu to double check my what, facts here. Yeah. Wow. A mushroom meatloaf sandwich served on a hoagie roll with their house port sauce. Love it. Seven fifty with fries. Hold on. I'll be at Marmot tomorrow. Is that true? Se- I'm, Seven fifty. I'm looking Is right at it. Till when? Seven fifty. Wow. Seven fifty. And m- my point is this: people say to me all the time. You guys get those prices. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's for everybody. This is the price for everybody. Right now, according to my phone, Marmont is open. Love it. You could bomb on over to Marmont right now, and you can get your filet tip salad for 12 bucks. Wow. And I really kind of... And this thing is... I never thought about them for price. No, this is a... This was my point. When Kevin says, we're not married to $10. No, no, we're not. No, we're best bang for your buck. value. Right. This is a large salad. I'm not a salad guy. I'm starting to get there. Um... Peppered filet mignon tips, twelve bucks. How about that? In their own, they kind of have it, like a house mustard vinaigrette and, thing. And it's let me delicious. tell you, what turned me on to Marmont was a coworker at the Hilton on City Avenue told me about them, and I went in there and got a steak Oscar. So you're talking about steak tips. The steak Oscar was amazing. So they do, they know how to do steak really well. So that's great. Um, one of the things I uh, people find it weird is I, I do like fish. It's not all just beef and pig. Right. They have a salmon Caesar salad over there that's delicious. Again, that? twelve bucks. Um, I don't know how much more. Uh, they have a pretty good cheesesteak. People that are look to us and think of us as cheesesteak guys. Right. Jim Pappas. I'm not. You might want to check and see if Jim has had their cheesesteak or not. Jim, if you're listening to this and you haven't had their cheesesteak, go get it. Make it a 2019 stop. They have a pretty good cheesesteak. Nice. There. I love um, it. I and, and again, they have really good steaks. They have steak specials. I've had some really good stuff over at Marmont. Let me tell you, I went there because a coworker recommended them for good food, and they I they blew me away with the steak Oscar, but I never thought about them for price, and those price values are great. They got, they got mac and cheese side for five bucks. Nice. Um, somebody pointed it out, like, that in a roll is lunch. Absolutely. So we are actually, you know, I really want to reinforce, we are kind of giving you these prices, these places, and the prices are legit. I mean, I'm looking at this about live that? from their yeah, website Yeah, you had to right show now. me your phone, because yeah, I couldn't sh- believe it. Um, yeah, sure, they have higher end stuff, you know right. what I mean? But... For me personally, if I go in and sit down and can eat and get out of there and I don't feel clipped, yeah. I'm super happy. Absolutely. And I think I've been to Marmont, I'm going to say six times, maybe more, but at least six times. Nice. I have never been disappointed there. I love it. Kevin, take us out of here, bud. Yeah. Well, we got how many? We got three minutes, but I want to uh, tell everybody. You got nine hours left at this point. Yeah. Facebook.com side slash forward slash. Uh, dining on a dime one because I promoted the show you t- today without putting the one in. It's a totally no, different. Oh no! But Facebook.com side slash dining on a dime one side slash, and you'll see my photos uh, from the restaurants that we talk about on the show. Uh, it kind of gives us more, uh, you know, respectability if I post the photos. So <laughs> I I post the photos on there. Um, today, if if you take away anything from this dinner deal show. I really want to encourage you to try out uh, Lenona uh, in Port Rich, or Lenona at 214 South Street, uh, the Dewdrop Inn, 5th and Girard, and uh, what was that other? Uh, Lenona, Italia, Italia. in uh, Port Richmond. 
because there's places that nobody's talking about. Nobody's blogging about them. Nobody's, uh, you know, and if I was a uh, new blogger, I would try out these spots, uh, you know, and kind of give you some respectability. Yeah, Uh, well, we're throwing even a free tip. We throw a lot of dining tips out. We're going to throw out a blogging tip for some of the newer people aspiring to get into this. Uh, Really do your research. Yeah. Because when you miss a place that's so obvious, glaring. Like Franco Louis. Like Franco Louis. Yeah. I have to wonder why, and I have to wonder where you were. Totally agree. That you didn't go to Franco Luigi's. No, I agree. Because chances are, when I check out the place that John or Jane Doe sent me to, yeah. it wasn't as good as Ralph's or Franco and Luigi's. And uh, if you guys are doing holiday traveling, I would download this show because this particular episode, I probably gave you and John gave you at least five places that you probably never heard of and, and they give you good deals uh one more thing we are available on itunes uh if you're during the holiday season download us on itunes you've got a five hour six hour ride like the guy gary emailed us download six episodes take it with a take us with you on your holiday trips also, there's people that... <laughs> Just has, to give people didn't want for Christmas. Yeah. Me and, and you in their ear. Yeah, right? And then there are people telling me that they have long train rides to see family during the holidays. Download, if you have a two or three hour train ride, download three episodes of our show. Wildfireradio.com. iTunes, if you leave us a review on iTunes, it automatically gets read on the air. We got lucky because I don't have an iTunes uh, subscription. Uh, but we got lucky. Uh, there's a person who left us a review on iTunes that is beyond five stars. Uh, we appreciate it. But anybody that leaves a review on iTunes for our show, it will automatically be read on the air. Uh, next week, we're going to do, because I'm a novice at South... I wanted to do a South Jersey diner, but so I can participate in next week's show. <laughs> uh, we're doing a diner show, which is going to be Philadelphia and South Jersey. J. Cole is going on a trip, but you're going to call in. Correct? I will call in because what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of discuss and highlight a little bit nice. the difference between Philly diners and Jersey diners. There is yeah. a difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. And uh, uh, so, uh, Dining on a Dime at Yahoo.com to communicate your thoughts about our show. All right, guys, it's time for us to go. Have a great week. Stay hungry, everybody. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at WildfireRadio.com.